0: Hello and welcome to a rather late Potter's podcast this week. I'm joined as normal by Angela Smith. Hello, Ange. Hello, and it's
1: not because I am ill with a bad throat that we're late. It's because Ian is so depressed with the result on Saturday that he couldn't be bothered to do it until today, so you can blame Ian.
0: Well, I'm not depressed. Um, I mean, we'll go into it a bit first. I mean, it, we, we play lovely with the ball, don't we? But when it comes down to the clinical areas... We haven't got a cross, we haven't got a pass, so we haven't got a, a slight bit of creativity, have we?
1: The, the problem are the last third of the pitch, as you said, we haven't got a clinical striker, and we haven't got a, a decent set of defenders. I mean, McAnally and Rose are always liable to drop a ricky between them, and I'm a bit concerned because I can't see us solving any of these problems in the January window when we clearly didn't solve them in the summer window.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll go in quickly about the summer window. I mean, what are his ratings of it after, it's after Christmas? Now we've brought some new players in too that really haven't made a massive difference. So I mean, brutally honest, I think I'm starting to agree with you now. I don't, I don't think we really needed Luke Cundle, did we? Um, I don't think we needed him, but obviously the the
1: new manager thinks there's um, that he's good and maybe he'll contribute with some goals. But I just wonder how, where our goals are coming from. You're always going to have to hope to win 1-0 without defence. We're not going to score two goals, are we?
0: No, that, that's the biggest issue because as soon as they went 2-0 before we've lost this. And quickly, we'll cover onto this is Iverson might be being recalled by Leicester because of an injury, apparently. Well, I don't
1: know anything about that, but um, I, just, I just wonder if he has... Uh, the goalie we wanted. I mean, like, he hasn't really had a lot to do. But um, I know you still can't feel sorry for anybody in football. But I felt genuinely sorry for Bonham because I think he saved us as much as he's let us down. But we'll just have to see how that develops. Either.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bit disappointing. Into when we go into it, and, and these players might be getting sent back. And I uh, it could be a bit of a clever one from Stoke, thinking do you want him back. Because he he hasn't ripped up trees, I haven't been impressed. Right, but before we go too depressed about, obviously, the horrendous results that happened last weekend, we're going to go in with the match stats. So, possession-wise, we massively controlled it, 71-29. to Shots, we had 22 to their nine. But only five of them were on target. And they had five as well. Corners, we had 13 to their two and fouls we won, we won again 3 to two so yet again this is proving that we we're, we're good in possession but just no creativity from the wingers from the midfield there's nothing to create is it
1: but you sound surprised and i don't see how you can be surprised it's been like this from day one i mean Vidigal, everybody thought he was going to be the, the great white hope he hasn't sort of since he had the injury he's not had the same confidence my for all his physicality doesn't use it. Uh, I don't think he's a number nine, as I've said already. Uh, I just don't know where the goals are coming from. We need a striker.
0: Yeah, the striker's got to be number one. Pick hasn't it, with this. It's the, the problem is we're just not creating chances and we're not. We, Ryan Mays just never in the right place. But before we go too far into them, we'll go in obviously with the player ratings. So Iverson.
1: either
0: the goals I thought he made a couple of okay saves so he's getting a six from me I'll go on for four for Iverson I thought he was I, I thought he was at fault for a few I mean Sanderson had a shot which he palmed straight back into the danger zone I think he was squandering yeah. for both goals really I thought he was in the wrong place for both of them I, I'm not impressed with him at all Lange, to be honest I mean I, I, I'd probably rather bottom in I don't know if it's because he's rusty and it's halfway through the season it can happen when you loan goalkeepers in, but I'm I still think it's a big mistake for the club not getting Travis back till the end of the season, then reassess and bring a goalkeeper in, in the summer. I, I think it's a bad yeah. mistake from the club. Just instead of bringing yeah. out Iverson, because it, let's be honest, it was Alex Neil who wanted Iverson, not Schumacher. So again, I'm getting worried about how we're signing players. Yeah, and I think a lot of people will
1: now be getting worried about how we're signing. Or not signing players because what we're virtually towards the end of the window and there's no left back coming yet. Um, I think we'll be lucky to get two more in, and as I say, um, I hope one of them is a defender.
0: Yeah, well, we'll go into the next defender. That's Hoovy.
1: Yeah, he's had one or two really bad games for Stoke, but I thought Saturday was one of his worst. His positional sense was just nowhere. I mean. I just
0: don't know where he was going half the time. I thought he was really poor. i um, one of the worst games I've seen him having in a Stokeshire 3. I'll go with two, I will, for, Dembe- for Dembele. Sorry, you need him signed up for Hoover. I thought he struggled massively with Dembele and his pace down that wing. He kept getting lost. I don't know what he was doing, but he got in some good positions attacking-wise to put balls in. But other than that, he's not a right-back. I'd rather see Gooch there and bring Thompson at left back. I really would because it's Hoovery. He's like a lost sheep. Right, so now I'm yeah. moving to Thompson. I, I thought Thompson was the best defender, which when you think he isn't a defender, said it all really. And um, I'm going to give him a seven a nice seven yeah i'll go with it. I'll go with man of the match i think will with thompson i thought he played really well at left back i mean we're talking about we need a left back i think thompson will do if we can't get a good one in it i don't want us to go out and get a left back for the sake of just bringing one in we've done that before with ward and many other left backs well even stevens is another one we can talk about who's done that i think stevens can be a good backup for thompson because Thompson, for me, is doing nothing wrong at left-back. He, he came in, supported the midfield, took his chance well, and he did his job right. Defensively, he can be a bit shaky, but he doesn't make big mistakes, so he's, he's always in the right position. I, I like Thompson at yeah. left-back. Right, now we move into the, the pair. McNally, first. I'm just trying to think now, how best to phrase this. Uh, right.
1: He made, he dropped one of his rickets for the first call. I mean, he was just so clumsy. Um, he had sort of had the ball at his feet and then let it go. Um, I just think clumsy is the right word for him. As much as he's steady at times, but other times he's useless. And he varied between the two on Saturday, so he's getting a three from the
0: I'll go over one from McNally. I thought it was a mixed bag, but it was a mixed bag that was more salty nuts than fruit if you know what I mean he, he was he's got a sort his positioning was wrong he made too many badly timed tackles which they weren't like bad tackles to get bookings but they were niggly and it kept getting Birmingham back into control the problem is he kept moving forward too much he didn't he kept getting caught on the offside track when they were bringing, breaking through is it time let him go back possibly but we're not gonna get anybody in, in time, are we? And then we move into clown number two, Michael Rose.
1: Yeah. Um Michael Rose, how can you best word how you feel about Michael Rose? I didn't think he was brilliant. I didn't think he was not brilliant. Um I'll give him a five.
0: Hey, I'll go for four for Rose. Um
1: He's
0: steady, He's in the middle, is the 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 problem is this is the problem with with a lot of the players I'm seeing down Stoke at the moment. Who've been siding over the last few years, they're all in the middle. There's they the, the, they're average as average can be. There's there's no quality there, is there? On each, on on each side, like he was good at he's good at attacking the ball in corners. I'll give him that. He was he was a threat in the opposition, and he was but he was he was weakness in ours. Like It seemed like he was terrified to head the ball in his own box, but couldn't wait to get his head on the ball in the Birmingham box, which I don't get really. It's just decision making with some of these players. And he defended okay, and he did create a good chance for May as well, which I remember well. But they're not good enough, I'll be honest. Right oh, now, that's you, the
1: thing, you just said they're not good enough.
0: They're average at best, aren't they? they, they, they um, yeah, every t- every player I'm looking at, they're either, they're either there's parts of the game where you'd go the the brilliant, or they're just right in the middle. They're just bang average. Just bang average. So you're
1: never going to be better than
0: the bang average team. No, that's the well, well the position in the table proves that. You know, we look at the, we're 19th in the league. We we, 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 we we're losing more than we're winning yes we, we've just had a good unbeaten run but we only won two games in that unbeaten run so the, the, the problem is when people have been talking about promotion and we were quite sensible on that weren't we other pods weren't they were getting dead excited there's a push of playoffs there, there was more chance of you know plotting snot than a, than a playoff with this team because there's just no creativity the bang average
1: yeah I agree
0: right now we move into biggie
1: for me, we might as well, I think, say this every weekend. We could say this now at the end of the season, man of the match. He's better every game. Look, he's just really, really good. He's the best player we've got. He goes in, he tries to make things uh, tick. He's our star man, week in, week out now. Now um, Now he's got in a position that suits him.
0: And without him, I wonder where we would be. I really do. And for me, it's getting a nine. Uh, I'm going to go with an eight for Birgit. I thought he was, br- he was brilliant. But I had to give somebody else a man of the match. And <laughs> I can not keep giving it to <laughs> Because I, I thought Thompson... The thing, is the thing is, where are we going to be if he gets
1: injured?
0: Oh, if he gets injured, we're, we're going to be in a right, tough scrap. I'll be honest, I think yeah. we're going to be in a really tough scrap. But yesterday he was really brilliant. It, it was like the ball loved him. It was around him all the time. And he helped get Thompson away for the goal. He was always looking forward. He was everywhere. Brilliant player. If we lose him in the summit, somebody better get the checkbook book out for me. I mean, how would you how much would you sell him for if, if there was an option there now? I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't let, sell him. I wouldn't let him go for any less than thirty million.
1: Uh, I wouldn't sell him, but unfortunately, you're not going to get 30 million for him because he's, whatever we think of him and whatever we think of the club, he's playing in a lower championship club who are on the verge of a relegation battle. You were lucky to get 15 million for him. Yeah, so we, that's why I wouldn't sell him.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, like I, I, people have said that before, but there's, there's, if you look at the players that have moved from the Championship to the Premier League, look at Ben Romy, I think he was 38 million. Um,
1: yeah but you can only compare with ours and we got Collins and Suter the last two and they didn't go for that more than 10 and 12 million with add-ons it'll not change
0: well if, if, if they sell him for 10-15 million do, I'm not going to be impressed Dan, that's what I'm going to say right, yeah, so and there'll
1: already be clubs looking at him there'll already be clubs looking at him now yeah. we'll do well to keep him after the summer
0: well I've heard Brighton were impressed with him when he played there uh, So well, my, my,
1: my money is on he'll go to Tottenham and I've got no inside information but I know that when we were looking at Berger they were looking at Berger too and we took the, we took the you know the chance with him uh, and I think he will play at the highest level I just hope he, he likes being at Stoke and he'll stick out uh, for a bit longer than I genuinely think he will but listen you're going to get offered a chance in the Premier League you're going to take it on you it's on a different level to everybody else with yeah. the Stoke team. A completely different level.
0: Uh, to be I honest. Mean,
1: you, you know, it's really good. Um, and what are you going to do? You're going to stay here where you're quite happy playing darts and playing football or the Premier League come calling. What are you going to say? Well, I love my time at Stoke but I'm going to have to go.
0: Yeah, it's true as well. Yeah, because we, we, we look nowhere near ready to go up now. So
1: Listen, all these people and you and I were saying that it was nonsense. Go got got gone an unbeaten run while they got win 10 matches I know that those teams above them lost 10 matches or around 8 matches it was never going to happen and you look at the league table now we'll come on to the next match soon after we've done the ratings but you know we've got Sunderland and Leicester there's a high likelihood we'll get no points out of these two games
0: yeah that's the problem Which we'll discuss that later when we go into the next games
1: right come on then we've got we've done Berger go right Cundall I didn't think he played very well. I thought he was verging on um, anonymous.
0: Really, he he runs a lot. He ran a lot. I do think he'll improve, but I didn't think he was great. And I'm giving him a six. I'll go for five for Kondal. I, I thought he was a bit anonymous, to be honest. He he, he was.
1: Yeah, I go with that. He's passing the ball well. well.
0: Yeah, he was too yeah. easily knocked off the ball. Sanderson had him in his pockets. Every pass was to the simple man. I thought Joe Allen was back, to be honest. Um, but he's got to move quickly he's got to learn to move the ball quickly and this is not just to Kundal, this has got to be to the rest of the team as well he's got to move the ball quicker there's too many times where we're making breaks and then we're slowing it down in midfield for some reason don't know why and even the manager's screaming at him to say why are you slowing down but anyway I thought Kundal did okay he's got to move a bit quicker and he's got to be a bit more adventurous when he gets into those clinical areas which is a big problem with a lot of us players but yeah not a great performance from gundall now louis baker yeah i didn't
1: think louis baker did great either on saturday then, I think i think they have did great um they looked like they were they were under a the pressure they pressed very well actually uh he didn't get going Baker six.
0: I'll give another five for Baker. I thought he struggled, struggled to get his range in. Again, nice simple passes. Made himself look like he was in the game. But when it comes down to the final third, he just couldn't get around it, could he? Whenever he tried break forward, it was he was blocked, he was tackled. The pass wasn't good enough. Did nobody found him. Not good enough. Right, now Bayon Ho. Yeah,
1: um, not a great deal that he tried came off. Um, although, having said that, I thought a few people that were near him in the midfield, with the exception of Berger, when he was trying to pass the ball forward, they weren't helping him. It wasn't one of his best matches. Um, he never stops running. Um, he'll always work. When I say it wasn't one of his best matches, that's probably a little unfair because it wasn't him, it was the players he was trying to pass the ball through. He's a quality quality footballer uh, I'd love him to score
0: a goal because I think that would make him even more confident he's getting an eight from me uh, I'll go for seven would be I thought he was brilliant everything was brilliant except the final touches yeah like he's he's silky on the ball he's he was able to glide past Birmingham players sometimes like they weren't there he had a great control of the ball. But when he gets into those final areas, it's it's those final touches that let him down. Not it's not all his faults. Players aren't moving sometimes. Like there was a perfect example in the second half when he broke through, and I think it was didn't push, and then he had to pass backwards because Vinagaldin was standing next to a left back. So what what was he supposed to do? You know, sometimes it isn't just his faults. But I think I agree with you. But I'd like to see him play in a false nine, and to be honest. Bring May out, play yeah. a false nine, put the wingers, Vidigal and Aksavarovic off each other as the main forwards, with Bay pulling the strings. I'd, I'd give that a go, for me. Yeah. Um, I'd, um, I'd say one of the biggest problems with him is his first touch is
1: so good, the others don't really...
0: Yeah, I
1: think that's it, yeah. And I think he'll be really, really good. So let's hope nobody else realises how good he's going to be. Like they're realising Burger's going to be good, or we'll lose both of them together.
0: Well, come on, Ange, we're getting very. (laughs) We know we've lost, but come on. Um, Right, so next is Vidigal. Right, what am I going to say about Vidigal?
1: Nothing he did came off. Uh, I, I do not like the way he rolls down as though he's been shot every time he gets tackled. I know it happens in the game, but it's not a Stoke thing to do. Um, he's getting a six. Hey,
0: so
1: I'm changing it to five.
0: Yeah, I was about to say I'm getting four. I am for Virgil. I thought he was poor. I really did. I thought he was poor. I thought he, he had a good shot, a snapshot that brought a good save out the keeper. But that, that's all I can really mention. I, I can't think of anything else that he did apart from that sh- snapshot. I mean, to be honest, he was just caught just caught standing next to defenders for me when I was watching him. There was no movement from him. Yeah. It was probably one of the worst games I've seen, to be honest. And he's been all right for me, Vidal. I mean... He, this is the problem. We're going to talk about it afterhand, but at the moment, I, I can't go any more than a four. Right now, Ryan May.
1: Um, I didn't think he was very good at all. Um, I don't understand at times what he's trying to do. He's he's um he's not a striker. I think he's a number ten. He'll score goals when he's running on. Um, he should have had that trick really
0: have chance after chance after chance and he's never going to really be prolific so for me he's getting a 6 I'll go with a 6 as well I mean I I thought he got in good positions he got in good areas but again it's just that lack of touch from the end is isn't it again with him I mean he had some good flashes where he looked like come on you're in the position and then he, he was just so wasteful and it's so frustrating because this bloke, really, he should have scored twice, three times and then could have been up and running and we could really build behind him. I don't understand why the team keep picking him, to be honest. But who else have we got, if we're going to be realistic?
1: So you've
0: got your mate, the one that you were desperate
1: for us
0: to get. Who was that? Leslie. <laughs> oh god but yeah i mean it there's no there's no what i told you i
1: was
0: ill i thought so i thought you were picking wesley then i thought jesus christ let's get i'll tell you what if you go in the woods you'll find a cracking log that's fell down (laughs) 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 put it up front um it, it it's just lack of conviction into in the final third that I think he struggles with. It's it's he, it, but he's, he's a striker. He should have that automatically, shouldn't he? Really? Yeah, but he's not a striker. I've told you, he's a number a number ten. Um and um, he's never going.
1: Look, we don't end up muddling to do with what we've
0: got. Well, uh, I'll
1: say to him if they couldn't find the striker in the summer, right, met, met the price points or whatever, we ain't going to find one in January
0: no i mean it comes down to really again wasteful on, on with the finances again Yeah. R- right so now we go to the substitutions and campbell for Baker. yeah i mean i would have always taken campbell uh put campbell on but um he did miss one
1: easy chance
0: didn't he um i thought it was decent to give him a six yeah i'll give him a five i thought he was good yeah sent through by May, good, good touch that was from May, and that's what I mean about May. Is, is frustrated into because we could see he's got this ability, he has got it, but it's just, it just doesn't turn into goals, which is the problem. Campbell, good opportunity, really he needed to keep the the cheeky lob over and keep it down so it goes in, but it never really happened, and that's all I can really remember. I thought I thought he was he was up for it, but. What, what are your opinions on Campbell? I mean, I'm starting now, because I used to love him dinner before, but I'm getting to the stage where I don't really know where playing play him and what to do with him.
1: Um, I don't think he will sign another contract with a football club if anybody else offers him another contract, and they probably will, with a decent signing on fee. Um, I think he'll be one that got away and he'll do okay elsewhere, but I'm afraid he's going to get continue to get injuries now, and he won't be the player we all thought he was going to be. So um, I just think it's a, another of what if at Stoke, and I think he'll be gone in the summer.
0: Mm, yeah, no, I do. To be fair, I think that's the final time we see him. Right. So then, same time, Larice for Vidigal.
1: I thought Larice did really well when he came on. He gave him. I didn't think anybody did badly when he came on but
0: Lurice gave us some, some he, he, he added some energy and some inventiveness to us, and I thought we were a better team when he came on, so he's getting a seven off me. Yeah, I guess, I'll give him a six, Larice. I mean, we've been his biggest knocker, but he's, he got an assist, Dan. He got an assist. Cool. He's cross it a up. target. <laughs> I know there was yeah. two horrendous mistakes from Birmingham in between that ball going to Thompson, but... You Can't beat that great ball into the middle, but I'm gonna not. The reason I haven't given him a seven was because of that shameful dive he did. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. That was horrific. Now, fair enough, I know sometimes, but when nobody's near you, diving on the floor like that, that was bad. That was really bad. And I don't like Stoke yeah, players doing it. Thing. It you is. It's, it's, we're Stoke, we're, we're built on you know, salt brick and. Hard work. We don't have divers like that. Fair enough. You can go well, down a bit. Two of have them now,
1: aren't we? Yeah. Two of them now. We've got him and uh, who can't do very well. And
0: Vinigal. Yeah, but I, I mean, Vidal's at least it looked like there was a bit of contact there, whereas this one was just pathetic, and I don't like yeah. it. I don't like it because I mean, he should have got booked for that, really. Right yeah. then, wilmot for McNally. Now that that was a bit of a that was a good one. I felt comfortable after this one with McNally's performance. Yeah,
1: well I mean I think Wilmot will start the next game and I thought we were much better defensively when he came on but he's not; he wasn't ever going to have his first real match in the league as a full 90 minutes so I think he, he'll he play the next match. Um, I also think Gooch will play the next match too but I'll give him a six because I thought he did okay.
0: Yeah, I'll give him a six. I thought defensively we were okay. He held Stansfield quite well. Kept him... Comfortably away. I know we got booted, which was a bit of a bit of a annoying thing. But I think defensively, he's better than McNally, and I think McNally's weirdly going worse. He's regressing rather than improving to me. So yeah, I'd probably bring him in now. Right, and then the last sub, uh, Gooch for Hoover on the seventieth minute. He's a busy player. I think he should
1: start at the moment. I think. He will
0: always give you energy, like the least. He'll always be dangerous, marauding upfield, and I'd give him a six. Yeah, until we get Junior back, he's got to play instead of Hoover for me, because I think Hoover gets overrun way too much, and his positioning sense is awful. I mean, (coughs) I've heard from a Wolves player, player fan, and he told me that they're absolutely fuming that they've offered him a new contract after his half season last year. And uh, yeah. they are the fuming because they, they they don't they don't think he's good enough. They think he's a prima donna. He's, he's one of them players that flashes in and out. And at the start of the season, I would have gone, Dad, don't be silly. You're talking nonsense. I, I know what he's on about now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's so innocent to you, and I think Gucci is a consistent right back, he's a steady head, he'll do the job. So, I'd rather see Gucci in that position at right back than him. And I think that's the plan anyway, isn't it? I think when Alex Neil bought Gucci, and I think he had in the long term, Gucci to be right back with Junior behind. Well, what's ended up happening yeah. now, we found out Junior is the best of all of them, <laughs> and him will be yeah. first choice. So, God, yeah. so it, it, it's one of them, really. And then Nathan Lowe for Ryan May. Now, what was your decision on this? Because I think that just made us a little bit more toothless.
1: Well, I, I don't think Nathan Lowe's ready for the first team. <clears throat> I, think is, I think he needs a good loan. I think he'd be, he could be good if they good loan out, but he's not going to loan him out now because they haven't got any sight because anybody get injured. So, um, I don't think he's ready for the first team and that says it all about Stoke, that playing somebody that isn't ready, um, and he didn't have enough time to do anything. I would agree with you. We
0: looked slightly worse when he was on, so he's getting, he'll get a five. Yeah, and he gets a five from me. I, I sort of agree with you. I think he needs to drop to league. I mean, how old is he now? Is he twenty? Is he nineteen? Twenty? I think
1: he's nine I think he'll just be twenty, I don't know. Well, a if long he's lad and he needs more work.
0: well, if he's twenty, we can't drop him any lower than League One. Right. He, he needs go to a league one club and play regular football and impress and if not then it's time to sadly let go he's, he's a good young player but he's, he's getting to the 20s now where you've got to start impressing i mean he had a good chance where he had the eddie which he, i know what he was trying to do he was trying to like flick it into the far corner but there wasn't enough power on the ball he should have just powered it down um, I think he's got good positioning sense. He's he's an okay player, but he's a bit naive at times. There's a couple of times in the where he had opportunities to head it in the right place or pass it in the right place, and he didn't. He needs to learn the game. He's he's going to have to go out on loan. I agree with you. He needs a loan spell <coughs> to go out and play some regular football and see what he can do. Right now, the subs that weren't used were Bonham Pearson again. Johnson and Haxabanovich. Now, there's some big names on there that didn't get on the pitch. What, but what do we reckon of these? Are these on the way out?
1: Well, I, I, I think Pearson and DJ will go when Alex Neal gets another job, uh, probably in the summer. I'd love to think somebody would come in and loan them in this window. But then again, I'm not sure if he would let them go uh, because, you know, we're going to need some cover.
0: Axel Banovic, I think he's made his mind up about Axel Banovic. I don't think he'll be with us in the summer. No, no Axel <laughs> will be going back salty, because apparently they aren't happy with Pappy as well with the amount of games he's playing. Right, so referee, uh, Mr Sam Barrett. What do um, you reckon, Ang? Um, I didn't. I wasn't overly impressed with Mr Barrett, but then, like the honest, not overly impressed with any of the rest. Yeah, they are rubbish, aren't they? I mean, he was better than the last two, I'll be honest, so I will give him a six. Um, he, let, he, let the, he wasn't making stupid decisions with timings of things and things and when to allow carry-on and not. So, yeah, yeah middle of the road, average at best. Right, so the whole performance rating? Six. I'll go on for middle of the range five. I thought it was average. I thought we I thought we played brilliant second half, which is why it gets a five. I thought we played brilliant, but with no avail again. I'm looking at the way we're playing and I don't know if it's a change of system under Schumacher, but we look tentative. It looks like we're, we're terrified to make gambles or risks. It just looks like we're, we, honestly, it looks like we're just going out to draw rather than to win from the, the way we're playing.
1: Yeah, it is, it
0: is a bit of a worry that um, we're still where we are. <laughs> yeah, I know, because we thought we were well, getting a bit of a bounce, weren't we? But we're not well, crazy Yeah, we have had a
1: bit of a bounce, but as draws, mostly.
0: Yeah, that, that's the problem, it's draws. And we aren't winning games, and we don't look like winning games. I mean, let's be honest, when we beat uh, Fengi 1-0, who was it, Bristol City? Who would we beat 1-0? Yeah, yeah. When we won 1-0. Yeah, when we won 1-0, it was a cracking free kick, but we didn't really create another chance. The problem is... Well, we don't
1: create from open play. We, I mean, well, we scored from open play for the first time since Sunderland, uh, I think, which was in October, with, with that goal by Thompson. It's awful. I mean, it's awful when you think our defence statistically is better than our attack. and We all think our defence is rubbish.
0: Yeah, it's it's frightening. Starts empty. I mean, but this is the thing I've asked, and people are asking on the page. They're talking about: Would you? Is it right just to bring a striker in? Would would bringing a striker in make all the difference? I, personally, I don't think it would. I, it's the creativity that's the problem. The problem is we're getting to the final third, and we're making the wrong decision every time. Yeah, that's the yeah. problem. Like, I think Ryan May could score goals. I don't think he'll hit what we need, 15 to 20 goals. But, I think he could score 10 if these wingers and these midfielders could pick him out in the right place. It seems like to me they don't help themselves. Sometimes they hide. Sometimes they aren't moving when they need to move. It's a whole collective issue, this. Like, we put Aksabanovich in, he'll have one good game, then two bad ones, then he'll have a good one, then three bad ones. It seems to be the problem we're having with a lot of these players we're bringing in, they're so inconsistent. And we look at Larice. now let's, let's go compare it to Pulis' team that got promoted all them years ago. We had Ricardo Fuller who scored 14 goals, which now which isn't enough to get you up alone but we had 14 from Liam Lawrence, we had nine from Richard Creswell, and then we had, was Glenn Whelan got six or seven? We had goals all over the pitch. I can't see where the goals are going to come from. That's the problem. Like, if fair enough, if May is only going to tuck away nine, then we need Larice to score 10, 14, 15, and we need Vidigal to hit them numbers. So far, Larisse and Vidigal together have scored is it seven goals. Five, seven goals? Yep. And yeah. You've got
1: listen, Ian, we'll struggle so long as we have the front man, Mai at this moment in time, isolated up front, right? Uh, we, we, we're not playing the right... We haven't got two strikers. I don't know what you're expecting when... I know he's missed a couple of sitters, right? He's probably made a couple of chances for himself more than anybody else, too. Right? And I think I think Vidigal's more wasteful than Mai if
0: you if your strikers isolated, you aren't going to score, well, or you're rarely going to, go to score. Yeah, it's a system that's because I know what he's trying to do. is... because he, he's so worried about his defence. He's gone. He's he's not fallen into the trap of Alex Neil and Michael O'Neill a bit before, where we started sitting with three defenders at the back. He's actually gone with a flat central free midfield, down to Where they can be fluid and move around. But the problem yeah. is, apart from Berger, who's doing two roles, we don't have anybody who can create the space and create the chances. That's the problem. It's a whole system problem for me. But I don't know how you fix it. Because we've played... Well, four... that's
1: what you just said. What you just said right, right? forward line's unbalanced. Uh, and, and if you're going to start scoring more goals, well, you've got pace with Vidigal, right? That's, that's one way of doing it. But how many people are running into the space to to get forward? I mean, we had Baker do it in the away match, and he did it very well, and I know Schumacher wants that to happen, but we're not doing it enough. Um, If we're not going for a real target man, where you just lump the ball up like your mate Wesley, right? and then hope that the ball crashes off Wesley to one of our own players, you know... How many of them would we score? Because Axel Bannadich hasn't look like scoring. Lloris isn't, I would call, a top-class finisher. Vidigal looks like he's a busted flush in front of goal. Uh, Perhaps Campbell would score. But um, I'm not sure that we've got the right line-up for anybody to score unless we have two up front.
0: See, I think even if we had two, two up front, then we it's like with Vidic, The problem is we've got we put players in that suit a certain way of play. Like Larice, for me, is a right midfielder. Then we've got Vidigal, who's a left wingy. We've got Hak who's a left wingy, <clears throat> and we've got a right forward in Campbell. But we've got no right wingers. So yes, these players should be able to fill into these different roles. They should be able to. I agree with you, but. I, I, it's like also we've got Vidigal and Aksabanovich who are both inverted wingers and then we've got Lloris who's a natural orthodox winger that likes swinging in off his natural right so we don't have any way of playing because again we've brought the wrong players in so we can, we can play as much as we want like I don't mind Vidigal on the right wing I think he does okay there and I think he actually plays better on the right than he does the left But for some reason, Schumacher's putting back on the left, trying out other players at right wingy. He's put Axel Banovich there, he's put the re but none of them are working, because they aren't wingers. and all right-wingers. So the the problem is, for me, it's a busted flush in all departments of forward. For me, the signings I'm looking at here, again, it's all over the place. And again, I'm I'm sorry, but when are they going to learn... Not bringing everything, trying to fix everything in one window, it doesn't I work.
1: You. I agree with you. We should have gone for more quality and less quantity. But I'll, I'll ask you this then, right? If you don't think May is the answer, would you take him out and replace him with Vinigal and Haksavanovic?
0: See, I think May is the answer. I, I really do. But, I'd, like to see
1: him work with, I'd like to see him work more with Campbell,
0: to be honest. I think um, for for me, we're going to have to. It's going to have to be a special system because the problem is we know Campbell could possibly do the right winger role, and then and then we. But I think we're going to need a false nine rather than rather than an attacking forward. So we need Vidigal and Campbell constantly up the pitch. We don't need him tracking back we're going to have to let the midfielders do the tracking back so we can keep them up the pitch instead. because I know Stoke fans moan when wingers don't break back but we're going to need a different way of playing here I think the false nine thing that worked under Mark Hughes I think that could work with what we've got where we put Campbell on the right we know he can score goals when he gets in the positions I'd put Vidigal on the left side alongside him, may just behind pulling the strings in between with the midfield doing all the work because I think some of them can do it. I think Luke Cundall's got the energy to cover the right midfield and cover the left with Baker. We've got Thompson who can push up. We've got to take those gambles now to see if we can start turning this team into a team. But the problem is, because we don't bring foreign coaches in and we don't bring tacticians or real tacticians into the team, th- the, these managers come in with a way of playing and then try and fit what they've got around it. But when you've got players that are all over in different avenues, that all played, that were natural at different uh, formations, which is exactly what a, a, what's it called, a a transfer policy should be, They should be getting players that suit one way of playing to a manager that manages, and then you push from that point. Whereas Stoke aren't, they just getting whatever comes in. Oh, he'll do, he'll do, he can do this, he can do that, he can do that. And then we're completely unbalanced all over the pitch. Defence, I think we've got one of the worst in the league. Not the worst, but I think we've got one of the worst. We've got three right-backs, one's out in African Cup of Nation. We've got one left-back who's got one leg and 33. We've got a goalkeeper that I don't rate when we had one who was willing to come back who I thought was good, thought he was a good leader as well at the back, it's a constant barrage of mistakes. But not only that, I don't think Schumacher wanted Iverson. It it was Neil who wanted Iverson. So why have you re-signed him for a new manager? Well, we did want a
1: goalkeeper, and maybe because
0: that was so far down the line, that's why he went that way. But that isn't how it should work, Angie. It doesn't matter if it's far down the line. that's the thing. And, and the problem is, because of Iverson's wages compared to, say, a Michael Cooper, it's probably easier and cheaper just sign Michael Cooper, a goalkeeper knows and trusts at Plymouth.
1: Yeah.
0: You know you I have agree. to use your brains. That's the problem. We don't use his brains. We try to fix every issue in one go, end up with seven duds in three quality players because we've, we've wasted money. I mean, let's put the forward line in there. Ryan May, I like Ryan May. I do like, for some reason, I like him. He isn't a striker, I agree with you. He won't score enough goals. He could do under the right regime and under the right formation. But at the moment, we've got put, because if you notice, whenever Alex Neal played the high front three, Vidigal was very effective then, very effective. Coming in on his right foot, get with loads of space, it did work. But then when you put a deeper midfield, Larice does well, because he's a right midfielder. So, yeah, we're going to re- we're gonna have to restart again in the summer, aren't we, Andy? It's going to be another restart. Oh,
1: God, yeah, here we go again.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, go through the four, like all the signs when we've gone through them before. I mean... Who's been your favourite out of the ones? Now, not the young ones. We're not going to talk about them. Who do you reckon we could keep who would make a difference? Because I I, mean, I know most of them are staying anyway, but who do you reckon could make a difference next season with the right people coming in around them, we should say? If you're not talking about the younger
1: ones, then the only person that I think could make a, a big difference would be Berger, and I don't think he'll be here.
0: Well, Berg's already making a difference, isn't he, he's, he's been an amazing signing. Yeah,
1: but I think the longer he's here, the more impact he will have. When, when you look at the team, I, I just... Again, I'll go back to what I said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, how many of those 19 signings we made, would you keep them I in mean, Kieran Park? What's happening with Kieran Clark? got him yeah. in as cover, do not even make the bench. Would you expect DJ and Pearson to be involved
0: much next season my answer is no no the, the um, problem is there's a lot of players that are playing <laughs> who Schumacher just doesn't want is he? I don't think he likes I don't think he rates Valerice I don't think he rates Vidigal I don't think he rates most of them because they aren't good enough and, and now I'm the team Everson won't be here I would think
1: could have an impact Rose I'm not convinced Wilmot will be here yes Thompson will be here yes so they could have an impact well we don't know with
0: Thompson he hasn't signed a new deal yet. No, that, that's
1: true. But I think I still think he'll stay. Cundo, he won't be here. Baker, I think will be gone. Bay, I think will stay and could perhaps do well. Campbell, I think will be gone, and Miles still be here. And if you look at that, that's not the basis of a really good.
0: Yeah, because again, they broke quantity over quality. I mean, it's like uh, Virgil. had a bit of a look at his past. Look at what he was doing in the last five years. He only really had one a good season which was last year, yeah. in a relegation season. Yeah. So we've got what we paid for, Ange, when we could have just snuckled down and looked. I mean, we could have got players like Pocku from Peterborough. We could have got Whittaker before he would really kicked on and got him for maybe £2 million yeah. in the summer rather than wasting one point five on Larice. There's, there's no brains in the, the upstairs part when it comes down to signing players. I've been saying it for years. And what will happen in the summer, Ange, all these lone players will go back the players like Campbell will go and players who we can get rid of on free transfers will go and then we'll do the exact same thing as we do every year. Try fix every problem in one go, bring a load of garbage in and then looking at the looking at the team going, we haven't improved again. Yeah, I can't disagree with
1: anything you
0: say. And, and that's the issue. That's what I'm seeing. Right, so a quick rating of Schumacher before we move on. Seven. Seven, I'll go in with... a. Uh, six it was alright okay. for second half I think if the subs were good made a big difference right then next game and tell me what it is Sunderland away oh dear what do you what
1: do you think of this one Michael Beale's Barmy army well I think Michael
0: Beale is sending the Sunderland fans Barmy I mean I think they already want him out <laughs> if we could score the doors uh, I think we would make it very difficult for
1: them but you know I'm still dining out on last year's victory up there and I think we'll struggle. So I won won the sweep this Sunday, Saturday. I know you're not speaking about it, but um, I think we'll lose 2-1 and I think then people will think, hey, look, we're still in trouble because we're still looking over our shoulders at the matches and, as I said to you, after that, it's Leicester at home and then it's Blackburn... Away. So and then we got Queen's Park at home. There are no easy matches, I know, but I'm just a bit worried about these next two matches. If we get no points and the other team get points, we're gonna be in uh, we are gonna be in a bit of a dogfight fight.
0: Yeah, but we've gotta win. I'll be honest, we've got we've got to beat Sunderland.
1: Right, well you tell me what the score's gonna be at Sunderland and how we game win then.
0: Right, Sunderland. So if we're gonna beat Sunderland we're gonna to have to we're going to have to press high again, but we're going to have to create chances, and that's where we struggle. Because they, they've got some really good quality at Sunderland, some good players for this division. They, they, they're a good side when they want to be Sunderland. There's another one, Ange. How did we let Sunderland sign Bellingham when we had money? Honestly, they've got Jack Park as well, who lots of people said was never any good for us.
1: I mean, you look at the players who have let like, go. No, Alfie Doughty, he was rubbish. Oh, oh, I, a, I, I, team, I've
0: been trying to avoid him. United are on about signing for 40-odd million. I
1: mean, I mean it's unbelievable. He, he, he had an injury. Once somebody has an injury, it's though, then they rubbish. doesn't matter how long we take to come back. they rubbish. But Alfie Doughty, they never had a chance. No, he had an no. injury and then we've ended. It's shocking. You look at the players we've had that could have been better for, and we could have been better off. It's shocking. Well, There's uh, something not right with the way we handle people. I don't know what it is. I'm not expect. I'm not saying I'm an expert on it, but I, I do question how we are still recruiting players. Hopefully, you now Schumacher's in, he will set the standards and it will change. But I'm not convinced.
0: No, I'm already not convinced, Andrew. Luke Cundle looks average to me. Iverson not really impressed. It, it seems like we go off reputation of what other people say. Like Preston, yeah, Preston family totally I spoke to said loves Iverson, wanted him signed permanently. Thought he was a good goalkeeper. And I said, I said, I, ca- I can't see what you're on about. Luke Cundall, Plymouth fans were, were devastated when he left. I mean, I, I can't see why they're devastated though. He's just a, he's just Joe Allen, part a younger Joe Allen. I mean, a, if we got him permanently, I wouldn't mind. I think he'd grow into a decent player, I do. But as an inter- but the problem is, this is where we also go wrong with loans. We bring in these young lads who are learning their game rather than ready-made players, instant impact players. That's what loans are for, players that could come in and have an instant impact on your team. But instead, we bring young kids in like Jack Clark. And I was saying, I remember on the pod, I bet you can't remember, I just said, sign Jack Clark, because he'll be a good player.
1: Okay. Yeah, I do, I
0: yeah. okay. And I said, also, sign Ravi Matondo, who's now starting to click at Rangers, doing well get him in but this is the problem with stoke it seems like we'll load him in and go yeah he's not good enough not good enough he isn't he's not good enough and then the, jack clark's probably the best inverted winger in the championship now brilliant player scores goals breaks in creates chances you've got bellingham as well who we could have got for like what 700 grand from birmingham and we went for ryan may instead it, it's just the problem with us it's recruitment that's our biggest biggest issue we could have br- brought really good quality in now we have this year which is an improvement of last year because at least we have got Junior Berger, and Bay so at least some have come in and <laughs> I can go brilliant we've got some good young players but that's it 3 out of
1: 90
0: yeah which, which it's it's a step forward Ansh. We, can't, we can't we can't have everything no good Right, so then we look at the next game. So we've got Sunderland. What is your prediction then? What are you, what are you going with? I'm going to go... 2-0. 2, nil. Two nil
1: Sunderland.
0: That's shocking, Ange. 1-0 Stoke. I'm going to go 1-0 Stoke. Because we always do well up there. Okay. So I'm, I'm just hoping... Because I can't go more than one... Because <laughs> we're not going to score too. Well, that, that's the worrying thing. That
1: is the worrying
0: <laughs> thing. Because the, the only way we're going to score, because like I've noticed, that most of our open play goals this season have come from mistakes from the opposition as yeah, well. They,
1: yeah.
0: So it, it's not really. We're not very good. I'll say that, right. And then who have we got after that? Leicester. Oh, God. Uh, so when do we play Sunderland tonight?
1: We'll play Sunderland on Saturday. Try and keep up. Oh,
0: oh sorry. sorry.
1: And then the following week, we play, we've got no midweek
0: match, till still Oh, no, okay, leave that then. We don't need to talk about Leicester till Sunday. Right, so, before we go, Ange, anything you want to add?
1: Yeah, the women didn't play, the match was called off because of the atrocious weather conditions. And the last thing I'd like to say is that when we talk about uh, bad refereeing decisions, of which we've had our share, right, I am asking you now, have a look, at the, and you must do this here, it'll make me day, Real Madrid against Almeria.
0: Oh, I've seen it yeah.
1: Oh my God, have you ever seen so many bent decisions in your life? Oh yeah, it's shocking,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: Absolutely unbelievable. Please have a look right, and, and tell me that those decisions were made by anybody other than the Real Madrid fans, because they were shocking. I yeah. mean, I just can't understand how um, how you, you
0: can give the goals, and the, the goal, their manager was so intense he just started laughing and then got sent off. I know it's it's it was horrendous, and he it, well, it's it's, it's every league, isn't it? It's the same as ours as well. A perfect example of that is a couple of years ago in Brighton. Brighton were robbed by VAR and had 20 was it 28 or 32 decisions against them, and if they got those decisions, would have finished third. So he. It's happening in our game as well You know, Liverpool aren't called Liverpool for no reason are they?
1: Absolutely but I had to laugh when Angelotti said that he understood that they were annoyed but he thought they were well judged. I mean well judged my neck. (laughs) I mean honest to God it was unbelievable I mean everything possible that could be done to make certain they won that game was done it was absolutely horrendous so please have a look and yeah. just make yourself happy, not in the knowledge that we didn't get that ref.
0: I don't know if we will ever get that ref. <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. <laughs> no. Well, with our
0: look we probably will. <laughs> He's going from <laughs> from the Burner Bay, Bay out down to the Stadium oh. of okay <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> everybody, I will be fighting fit uh, on Sunday after Ian's prediction has come in. Um, but I, I still think we're going to lose.
0: Well, on that note, Ange, I think we'll give it a leave then, won't we? Before we ruin anybody else's midweek. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. You know where we are on social media. Just put in the podcast, you'll find us. Tell your friends. Get as many people on board as we can. We have got a TikTok now as well. Um, I have no idea what put on it. But it's up and running. i tell you what you can put on it. You can put um, the first TikTok that you
1: do, Ian would be your victory dance when we beat Sunderland on Saturday
0: well I'll do that if people want that you can vote for it if they want me to do that I'll do it right so, so
1: you can i tell you what this is what my suggestion would be for every goal we score you do a different celebration and then obviously at the end of the game right if we lose you have to do an equally sad video when they score and when they win. <laughs> and then let the, then let the public vote on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the problem is, Andrew, I don't really want to do that in front of 20, well, say not 28, well, saying that, 28 at Stoke, twenty nineteen thousand at Stoke when I'm there.
1: No, but that's, that's my prediction. So I look forward, everybody, as you should, to be watching Ian Meller's magical TikToks.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Thanks, everybody.